Thank you. Welcome to church. I want to introduce our speaker today. He is a brother, a son, and now he's a father. Please welcome Pastor Peter. Hi, everybody. So uh, uh, today's sermon, it's called God's Love is for You. And um, basically, uh it's 2021, and we're getting through this pandemic. It seems like it's getting better. And uh, today's summer is just about where do we get that strength, that extra strength, especially if you're tired of this, what's going on? How do you get that extra strength to get through the rest of this year? So when I thought about that, I was thinking of this quote uh, that I heard a lot on this one TV show I watch. It's called uh, Hello Counselor. It's a Korean show, and it's a show where they get people together, and they talk about their problems and the MCs try to help them fix their problems. And uh, there's this one MC, uh, her name is Yeonja, and she says this quote over and over and over, especially when the parents, it's a problem between parents and kids, and she keeps saying this to the parents. She's saying, you know, we all have this uh, spiritual gas tank inside, right? And you got to fill that with love, right? And you, when the parents fill that tank with love, then the kids can get through anything in life. That'll give them the strength to get through the hardships in life. Right? And then I was just thinking, what if my gas, what happens if your gas tank's feeling empty, right? Or it feels like it's getting used up and you're running low, right? And I want you to remember uh, God's love is for you, right? Use God's love to refill that gas tank. So today we're going to read from uh, Psalm 103, verse 8 to 18, and it talks about uh, the love of God and this is what it says. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor he will harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower in the field. The wind blows over and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him, and his righteousness with the children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. Right, so today we're going to talk about God's love, and it reminds me of this story of this one uh, seminary professor. Uh, there was this one time uh, in this one seminary class, a student stood up in front of the whole class, and he just said uh, to everyone, I don't believe in God, right? And then the professor asked the student, you know, describe this God you don't believe in, right? And then the student described an unloving and very vengeful God, and the professor said to him, I don't believe in that God either, right? My God is a God of love, all right? So Psalm 103 gives a description of God's love, but it's kind of hard, right? It's kind of hard to fully describe it, right? It's kind of like trying to describe a flower to a blind person or uh, a music to a deaf person. Or I remember this past summer, uh, I went to Korea and I ate... Uh, Jajangmyeon in Korea, this is like the second time in my life I did that. And then it's really hard to describe it to someone, 
right? All I can describe it is it's just, mm, right? It has that, mm, mm, that I can't, how do you describe that, right? You just, oh, it's just, it's just better, right? So how do you describe the infinite love of God? It's hard, right? Because you got to experience it. you got to receive it, right? So uh, Mother Teresa says, your purpose in life it's to be loved by God and to love others with the same love, all right? So you got to experience it. But Psalm 103 does a pretty good job describing it, right? So um, it talks about in verse 11, as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his faithful love toward those who fear him. As, or in verse 13, as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. Or verse 17, from eternity to eternity, the Lord's faithful love is toward those who fear. All right? So for those people who feel like, ah, oh, my spiritual gas tank is low, right? Maybe you didn't have a good relationship with your family, or instead of a lot of loving, fill, filled with loving memories, you're filled with hurtful ones, right? So I want you to get filled or refilled with the love of God, all right? And that'll get you through. That'll give you the strength to get through this year, all right? So uh, just... Three points, three things you got to know about God's love. The first point is God's love is personal, right? As Psalm, uh, verse 13 says, The Father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. All right, so God's love is for you, for you, all right? And so it's personal. A lot of people think of God's love as like this general thing, kind of like rainfall. It falls, a little bit falls on everybody, all right? But God's love is personal. It's for you, you personally. All right, so Luke 12, 7 says, Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies, yet not one of them is forgotten by God? <clears throat> and even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. I'm really emotional. I had a son on Thursday. That's really much. This verse, even the Bible, reading the Bible is different now. The worship songs are different. Everything feels different. So even the hairs on your head are numbered. So do not be afraid. You, I need someone else to read that. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows, right? So my son was born on Thursday, and everything's cute about him, right? The hair, the fingers, the smile, the ears, the nose, the arms, everything. So I remember this other dad told me uh, that his, his baby's poo doesn't smell, right? And I thought, you're crazy. <laughs> what are you talking about? But really, my son's food doesn't smell, right? It was, it was black and green and gooey, but it doesn't smell, right? So Psalm uh, 139, uh, verse 13 says this, For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's wombs. I will praise you because I have been fearfully and wonderfully made. Right? So God's love is personal. It's for you. It's for you personally. Right? And when he looks at you, he sees the beautiful little baby, right? precious in every way. And for you, uh, to God, for you, your poo doesn't smell. All right? he, just, 
God's love is for you. So that's the first thing I want you to remember about God's love. Second thing is that uh, God's love doesn't change. Right? So verse, uh, Psalm 103, verse 11 says, For high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his faithful love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed his transgressions from us. Or verse 17, but from eternity to eternity, the Lord's faithful love is toward those who fear him. Right? So from uh, eternity to eternity means from infinity past to infinity pre- uh, future, God's going to love you. Right? And it's not going to change. Right? So I don't know if you've ever seen this. If you've ever seen a parent uh, lose their child, like in a crowd or something, there's this moment, if you've seen it on the parent's face, this moment of terror where they realize, oh, I lost my child, right? And they start scrambling. And then you could see the kid has the face too, where the kid realizes he's lost or she's lost, and they go, oh, and then they usually start crying, right? And I've seen this a couple of times, like in crowds. Uh, and then there's this beautiful moment, right, when they reunite, right? And I've seen the American version and the Korean version. So American version, like the mom, uh, Terror, lost their child, scrambling, finds the child, hugs the child, says, oh, where'd you go? I love you so much. Don't go away anymore. Like that. And then I saw the Korean version, too, where it was the same thing, mom and daughter. And then they find each other. And then the mom starts yelling at the kid, right? Where'd you go? Why'd you wander off, right? This was at the old THMC building. I actually saw it, right? So, uh, so no matter how far we feel away from God, we might, have feel, we might feel like we've wandered or, you know what, I'm too far away or, you know, my passion or love for God is gone. No matter how far we feel like we've wandered, God's always there waiting with his open arms for us to come back. Right? God's love for us doesn't change. Right? There's this theologian called Karl, Karl Barth. He's from Germany. He visited the U.S. for, like, uh, pastors and seminary people. He's, like... They worship this guy, right? They, he's the man, right? So, so for pastor nerds, Karl Barth is like their idol, right? So he came to U.S. once, and he was at a seminary, in this, and someone asked him, what is the single most important truth you have learned as a theologian? And then Barth replied, the most important thing I have learned is this. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so, right? Famous theologian. Right? So Jesus loves me, that's the cornerstone of the Christian faith. Right? When God says, I love you, he's saying you matter to him, you're a person of worth, you're valuable to him, regardless of what other people think. Right? His, in, in his eyes, you're wonderful. Right? So A.W. Tozer says, Jesus knows the worst about you and loves you the most. Right? So if we all come to God right, in faith and repentance, if we believe Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and we repent of our sins, we can all be forgiven. Right? So the gospel brings you low. You realize you're more sinful than you ever thought, but then it brings you right back up. Right? You, you realize you're more loved than you ever imagined. Right? So back to that show, Hello Counselor, or that Korean show where they bring the people together and they try to counsel them. It's a real heartbreaking show because uh, a lot of parents, they're really critical of their kids, uh, a lot of them, it's academics. They're pushing them really hard. Some of them, some stories were weight loss or sports. Or there was this one guy who was planning dad. He was like planning every five minutes 
of his daughter's life, and it was really like suffocating him. And then there's other ones with like favoritism parents, like they'll they'll fa- they'll like favor one kid over the other. The other kids are getting hurt, and then the whole time the the Yunje, the MC lady, she's trying to convince the parents, hey, you gotta fill them up with love, right? You gotta fill them up, or they're gonna run out of strength later in life, right? So. I don't know if you have any uh, wounds from your family, uh, from your past. I, I know I still have some that still affect me today, and I'm old. And uh, I remember my parents were very critical of me and pushed me a lot. They always want me to go to Habadu, and they couldn't even say it, right? And I'm like, why are they pushing me to do this? And then so even as I got older, I struggled a lot with uh, uh, anger. I had a lot of anger. I always thought people were disrespecting me, or I str- struggled with uh, uh, self-belief. Right? I always felt oh, I'm not good enough. I can't. I would always say things like I can't do it. I give up like all the time. And then, uh, so with God's love, uh, you don't have to earn it. Right? You don't have to do anything to earn it. You just need to receive it through faith and repentance. So Psalm 103, uh, verse 12 says, "Far as the east is from the west." So far has he removed our transgressions from us. All right, so second thing I want you to remember is God's love doesn't change, right? And the third point is, of the sermon is, how do I know for sure, right? How do I know God loves me and it won't change? How do I know for sure, right? And John 15, 13 says this, no one has greater love than this, that someone would lay down his life for his friends, right? So there's this, and when I think of this verse, I think of this story. There were these uh, parents. They had two kids, both, like, really young. And uh, uh, the, their daughter and older son. And the daughter got leukemia, right? And then, uh, you know, they, it was a bone, bone cancer, bone marrow cancer. And then it was very heartbreaking, right? The parents are heartbroken. They're looking for a match. And then they tried to see if they were a match. They weren't a match. And then... They tried uh, matching with the older son, and it matched, right? The older brother was a match. So awesome. Their, their daughter is saved. They go from heartbreak to pure joy. So they go to the hospital, and they, both kids go into the operating room, and then they take the bone marrow from the older brother, and afterwards the son comes out of the oper- operating room, and he asks his parents, when do I die? Right? And the parents are like, what? He goes, when do I die? And then uh, they didn't, because of all the, you know, the busyness and the rush, they didn't explain it to him clearly what was going to happen. So he thought he was going to die. So he was willing to die. He thought giving his bone marrow meant he was going to die. So he was, this older brother was willing to die so his sister could live, right? And, And this story gives us a little glimpse of this incredible love that God has for us, right? If you want to, visible uh, definition of love, you look at what God did for us on the cross, right? Uh, Romans 5 eight says, but God proves his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, right? So if you ever wonder, how do I know for sure God loves me, right? You don't have to listen to a song or learn a bunch of philosophies, right? If you want to get into the depths of what it means to love, for, for God to love you, you just look to the cross. Right? You look to the cross, how God sent his own son to die on a cross for our sins. Right? So uh, I like what uh, Tim Keller says. He says, for every one time 
you look at your sins, look at the cross 20 times, and remember you can be forgiven. All right? So uh, last Thursday, uh, my son Leon was born, and uh, I have a whole new respect for mothers and OBGYNs and nurses. They're all superheroes. And then uh, I entered this whole new world, right? Because all the older pastors always told me, they, they said, you're not going to understand John 3.16 until you have a child. And I was like, okay, I didn't, I didn't get what they're saying. Right? So John 3.16, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Right? Now I get it. Because right? if someone asked me, would you sacrifice your son so that someone else could live? I'd be like, nope, no way. All right? Would you sacrifice your son to save the whole world? No, no, I wouldn't. Bye-bye, right? I don't care, bye. Right? So the cross shows us the depths of God's love for us. Right? So I want you to remember, God's love is for you personally. It's for you. And that you matter to God, you're a person of worth, you're very valuable to God. And regardless of what others think, you are always wonderful in his eyes. All right, let's pray. Dear God, I just pray for uh, any of us who are going through this year and we're getting tired, our spiritual gas tanks are running low. Or I just pray for anybody who maybe they had some uh, uh, hurts in the past, family issues, where they have some holes in their hearts and some painful memories and uh, it's, they're going, feeling low on, on love. And I just pray, Lord, that we would all look to the cross, Lord, to all know that uh, God's love, it's for us. It's for you. It's personal and that you know, we're very valuable and precious to God. And I just pray, Lord, that uh, uh, we would all just uh, come to you and uh, bring all our sins and our mistakes and our imperfections and just receive your love today and get filled up with that love to give us the strength to get through uh, the rest of this year. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray.